Hi, I'm James Schillinglaw. I'm here today with maybe a familiar face if you've been reading Insider Travel uh, Report. It's one of our columnists. It's Dawn Barkley. Uh, Dawn writes a regular column uh, on uh, on on travel for uh, you know special needs and also family travel. Uh, so she's been doing that for uh, for us for a while. But uh, in this case, we're we're giving her a little play here because Dawn has written a book. It's called Traveling Different. Vacation Strategies for Parents of the Anxious, the Inflexible, and the Neurodiverse. And it's that's a very long title, Don, but we're going to get that all explained in a bit. Uh, but you're going to learn all about this book and more, as well as where you can buy it. It's coming out this month, I believe. Uh, and it really can help you serve a whole different set of clients, uh, actually, those, those clients with uh, special needs. Don, first of all, uh, why why did you write this book? Uh, indeed, why have you focused on this aspect of travel? You know, back in the early 2000s, when my children were younger, I needed a book like this and it didn't exist. Mm -hmm. And I started interviewing some experts in mental health. I spoke to Dr. Tony Atwood, who's very large in ASD, autism circles. And I spoke to Dr. Ellen Lippman, who's very large in ADHD circles. And then I kind of hit a a roadblock because I wasn't quite sure where else to go. And it wasn't until IBCCES, which is the uh, International Board of Credentialing and Continuing Education Standards, came up with a designation called the um, uh, Certified Autism Travel Professional that I knew how I could finish the book because I could interview these people who'd been uh, specially trained and many of them are special needs travel uh, or special needs parents themselves, and they introduced right. me to their their um, clients, and then it was a much easier way to finish the book. No, that's good, and we're going to go into a little bit about what the book includes. But first of all, tell us a little bit about your background and how you got into this, and and also how you got, ended up being a writer. Uh, I, I know a little about this because uh, you actually, you and I both uh, were at the same magazine for a while, although at different times. Yeah, I've been, um, I grew up in a travel family. My parents owned Barclay Travel Limited and later Barclay International Group short-term apartment rentals, which uh, was a predecessor to places like Airbnb. We did it first. And so I was in sales and marketing for them. And I branched out into travel trade reporting back in, uh, oh gosh, uh, the late, mid to late 1980s. And uh, so I've written for four major travel trades, you being the most recent. Uh, and um, in between starting this book and finishing this book, I wrote uh, or edited seven fiction books. So I've been around for a while and I've been writing for a while. And that's it. That's another thing is that you do write fiction as well. I think, in fact, you had a novel, I think, that came out. I think it was last year, right? I had to, I wrote four books during the pandemic. Oh, wow. So <laughs> you had to keep busy, right? <laughs> the most recent of the fiction books is called Simple Trist of Fate. And it was based on a press trip that I took to Argentina uh, many years ago. May I say that the woman in this book had a much better time than I did. Huh. <laughs> it's a kind of romantic suspense, but yeah, I, I managed to put a little bit of my life into all my books and that one covered some of my travel writing. Well, this this particular book, the book that's coming out, and I think it is still. It's it's, it's we're we're interviewing you this week. It may be out by the time. Uh, I think it's the middle of August. Uh, yeah. But tell tell us a little bit about 
the advice in this book and how it can help families? And this is a broad question. We'll be getting into a little more detail. How it can help families with children who have special needs? I mean, what 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 are you trying to accomplish here? Well, first off, the um, it's a huge market because they say that one out of every forty-four fam- uh, children falls onto the autism spectrum. That doesn't include children with invisible disabilities uh, like ADHD or uh, bipolar or Tourette's. Uh, so very large market. And um, when IBCCES did a survey, they found that of a thousand special needs parents, 87% don't travel. But of that, 93% said they would if they knew where to go and what to do. So what I have done in this book, it's about 85% strategies of how to travel so you can ward off the meltdowns that you're fearing because most parents said that one of the reasons they didn't travel is because they were scared of their child having a sensory meltdown and people misinterpreting it that the child was a brat or they were terrible parents. And that really stops a lot of parents from traveling. So the idea was to give parents the tools to be able to create a more predictable, more familiar trip for their children so they avoid the meltdowns that might occur. Yeah, that's a great, great uh, thought. Um, you know, I, I, I fortunately do not have children with special needs, but I've seen my kids have meltdowns when they were young. And, and I was, I just walked away actually, because that, <laughs> that, that was, yeah. but, but you under, I totally understand, you know, because often we see that and you're saying what's, what's, you know, what's wrong. And, and it, it's because the, the, the child is, is, has, an issue that that they needs to be addressed, and you you need that uh, if you're going to travel, and you shouldn't be stopping from stop from traveling. I mean, you you really it's in fact it's great for the kids to get out there. Now, yeah. now tell us a little bit about again some of those challenges that these families face when they travel. Uh, I know there actually was a recent study we just published it this week by MMGY Global about some of the things that that I thought had been taken care of, uh, and and reality is a lot of them haven't in terms yeah. of transportation, in terms of rooms, in terms of things like that, right? Yeah. Well, my book really concentrates on the invisible disabilities, not the physical disabilities, because that's a whole nother book. Um, But what I found also in researching this book and why it's titled the way it is, is that these special needs tips apply to every family because every child, when they're taken out of their comfort zone, becomes anxious and inflexible. So people, every agent who buys this book will find it'll help them advise their family travelers on how to have a more successful trip. (laughs) <laughs> well, I, I would say, it's saying, you know, what, what are some of these challenges? Ah, that right. These the challenges. Face? Yeah. Yeah. So really having places that will understand what you need, uh, whether it's the airports or the venues themselves, uh, having staff that are trained to work with children with invisible disabilities. So when a venue, for example, becomes certified, say as a certified autism center through uh, IBCCS, they've learned how to deal with sensory challenges. Perhaps they have areas with lower lighting or fewer crowds or less noise because it's the little things that will, um, will, will trigger a child such as fluorescent lighting, or, you know, it can be the smells or the crowds or the sounds that are around them. So you'll see a place like SeaWorld, for example, that'll have signage that'll say beyond this point, this is what you're going to smell. And that gives the parents some control over whether, and they can speak to their child and ask him or her, how badly do you want to feed the seals? 
because is it worth what you're going to encounter? By giving them that information, you've empowered them to make a decision. And I think a lot of the book is about giving the child control over their situation so that they have some purchase because it's that being out of control, not knowing what's going to happen, the unfamiliar and unpredictable that really throws people for a loop. And you have to I talk a lot about how to introduce the concept of travel to a child and how to make the unfamiliar familiar so that they they have some control. So so I guess one of the things here is that you really have to tell your your child uh, what to expect and and what what what's going to happen and and of course then you risk risk the as I do with with you know my kids risk the disillusionment if it doesn't happen. Uh, like, you know, in certain things, but it, it's it's better to let them know what they're going to experience, I guess. Yeah. And also to create backup plans. So you can say, and you'll do this through many means, whether it's through video or role play or picture books or however you're introducing the, ch- the concept of travel to a child, you can say, here are some things that might happen and here's how we're going to address them. So if the plane is delayed, for example, I have these special little presents you're going to get. So the kids actually at this point looking forward to a delay. Yeah, I know. You know? How, how come we don't get those presents, Don? We should get those presents too. <laughs> well, we sometimes get a drink. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> it can have its other effects too, but that's another problem. But uh, yeah. now, now I don't want you to give all the secrets that are, you know, I really want people to read this book, but give us some examples of some of your recommendations for, let's say, modes of transportation, special accommodations, modifications of itineraries and resources, just, just a few, just so that we get some sense of what are the things you're talking about. Sure. Well, again, I talk a lot about many experiences. So before you're going to take a child, say, for example, to an expensive hotel stay, maybe you spend uh, an evening at the house of a friend or a relative um, and have them experience what it's like to uh, sleep in a bedroom that's not their own, because right away, you're going to see the triggers that come up. Do they need the blankets and sheets from home, which have the familiar texture and and scent that they're familiar with? Do they need the same thing to deal with toiletries? Do they need their soap from home? Mm -hmm. Uh, Do they need a fan to block out the sounds from the hallway? Do they need a nightlight? Do you need to create the room to resemble what it's like at home? You'll see Mm -hmm. that. And so you have the ability to prepare before you end up going to a hotel. The same thing could be true with a camping trip set out of tent in the backyard. Uh, The way you'll get around that with flying is there's an organization, the ARC has a program called Wings for Autism. It sort of closed down during COVID, but it's coming back. And that allows the child to um, do a dress rehearsal in many airports around the country where they can see what it's like from arrival to boarding. And there are different airports around the country that are slowly but surely putting like airport cabins in in their uh, terminals so you can actually experience what it's like. It's also great for first time flyers who are scared of flying. Um, So there's different ways to sample everything for tours before you're going to take a child out on a tour. Maybe you go to a local zoo or aquarium or even um, a garage sale and call it a tour or call it a scavenger hunt if you're going to a a, a garage sale. Um, So that if you create um, a positive experience, you've got a positive frame of reference to refer back to when you're actually going to go on a real tour. Okay. Now, can, can, do you think that, that families with, with children with special needs really can go anywhere as long as they prepare for it? 
I think that the world is waiting for them and more and more places are becoming autism certified or autism friendly. I don't know if it's empathy or economics, but it's happening. I tend to be a little cynical about things. Um, but I, I believe that if the problem is sensory, there are ways to counter that ahead of time so that you are aware of the where the triggers are and you can compensate for them ahead of time. So I believe that the book really does help. I certainly hope so. Yeah. And also, I think there are actually probably some benefits to kids with autism if they, they travel. I, I would think that the kind of experiences they get can only can only help them, I would think. I would think it's really important for every, I mean, I've been traveling since I was two, I'm going to be an advocate for everybody being a global citizen, but the reverse is true too, that when children with autism and special needs go out into the world, they act as ambassadors for those uh, disorders so that people can experience them. And anytime you become familiar with something, it becomes a little less frightening. No, absolutely. Now, how, how should families with, with these special needs kids work with travel advisor to help plan their trips. I mean, uh, I know there are some travel advisors that do specialize. We've you've written about them, uh, specialize in in this this market. And uh, but how should they approach you know the the market and work with advisors can really help them. Well, I I do believe they should seek out either a certified autism travel professional or they should find um, an agent locally that does specialize and it's it's fairly easy to find those people. And I believe they have to be really honest with them. I mean, this is not a time to hold back and not explain exactly what your child needs and where the issues are, because only can that way can they help you. If your child has a history of eloping, running away, you're really going to want to, for example, pick a hotel with really good security right. and cameras everywhere so you can be easily found. And if you have a child who's very um, um, finicky, you're going to want to pick a hotel with a kitchenette or you're going to a full kitchen or a vacation rental. But only if you're honest with the um, with the advisor, can you really get the help you need? No, absolutely. Now, now you also have a lot of resources in this book, obviously, for people uh, with with kids, families with kids with autism and special needs. Uh, talk, talk a little bit about some of the things that you have there in terms of the, the resources. Well, I do have um, a long list of um, hotels that have either been listed as autism friendly or certified autism centers. I do strongly advise parents to do their due diligence and speak to those uh, places before they book to find out what the designations mean and if they're right for your child, because every child on the spectrum is different. Mm -hmm. And make sure that if they offer, say, a sensory, low sensory afternoon, that it's going to be happening when you're there. So I think the parents have to do their, their bit too. I do have lists of resorts, um, hotels, and I have a list of special museums in the back that are broken down by special interests since children on the spectrum often have specialized interests such as um, trains or rocks or insects, sure. whatever that is, you can feed into and fuel that passion through the travel. And by creating a child-centric vacation, you're really going to build a strong bond and the child will really enjoy the trip more. I also have lists at the end of different organizations. If your child has just been diagnosed, people you can turn to for help. No. Uh, anything else you want to tell? We are out to about 105,000 travel advisors out there in the market. Uh, what do you, anything else you want to tell them about a, this market, uh, the market for kids, uh, for families with kids with special needs and, and also how they can serve it. 
yeah, $262 billion. I think you really want to sort of get a piece of that market, whether you're going to specialize or at least educate yourself better in um, physical as well as invisible disabilities. There's been a lot written about physical disabilities and wheelchair travelers, and it's easy to get that information. This is the first book that really is comprehensive about invisible disabilities. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it's worth your while to look into some of the designation programs. Uh, I'm going to do a story for you all at a deep dive on the designations so that people understand what the designations mean a little better. Um, Yeah, I mean, you can speak to IBCCES. I think it's $150 to get your your designation as a certified autism travel professional. They have 10 modules that you can do online. It can't hurt. No, absolutely. And it is, it, as you mentioned at the beginning, it's, it's a huge market. And, uh, you know, you're really doing uh, these families a great service and these kids a great service, because if you can plan a trip uh, for them, uh, it really can be life changing for them uh, and make their life a lot better. Uh, and that's the, yeah. actually one of the goals when you book travel for, for your clients is to make yes. things a lot better for your, your customers. Yes. I think it's definitely a worthwhile market. I wish more had been written um, and I'm going to keep writing about it. Yeah, and absolutely. And you're going to keep writing about it for us on the, on the columns you write, both for families and the special needs kids. Now, uh, where can we get this book? Uh, uh, it comes out August 15th. If you need a list of where you can get it, you can go to my blog, which is travelingdifferent.com, traveling with one L. Um, and on there, I list a bunch of links, but it I mean, it's everywhere you normally buy books, whether it's Amazon or Barnes and Noble or the Indies, every indie bookstore will have me online in their online bookstore. And I'm going to be doing a lot of events in the area. So you can, on my website, travelingdifferent.com, you can find uh, a list of where my appearances will be. I'd love to speak to anybody who wants to come out. And then that leads me to where, where can they reach you to ask questions? Uh, my email address is in the book. Okay. Uh, I don't like to give it out on. So you got to buy the book to get it. Well, no, email. but they they can always go to my website and there's a contact me. You right. know, and and if you have had different experiences than I list in the book, uh, as a travel advisor, please contact me. I'm always looking for new uh, people to interview. I'd love to hear your story. I'd love to hear the stories of your clients. May end up in a future edition of the book. Absolutely. Well, Don Barkley. Uh, the author of Traveling Different, Vacation Strategies for Parents of the Anxious, the Inflexible, and the Neurodiverse. Uh, Congratulations on this great book. Uh, I think it it fills a real need. And I think all of you out there looking at this, it it is a big market. And it may be something you want to explore by buying this book and seeing uh, how you can help these families, help these kids. Uh, And again, uh, you can also read the columns that uh, Dawn's been doing for us uh, the last couple of years. It's been great. Uh, and it really is an incredible market. When, when I first talked with her about it, uh, I really felt it was important for us to get out there. Again, Dawn, thank you for taking some time to speak with us. Uh, and good luck with the book. It's just a few days away. By the time this comes out, it'll be ready to go. And uh, 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 and good luck on, the, on your future books, because you don't seem to be stopping writing books, that's for sure. No, I keep going. <laughs> thank you. I'm James Schillinglaw, and this is Insider Travel. Report.